and welcome back to the podcast, guys. We are here today with Kao Carnahan. He's an elite transformation coach who is empowering and helping fathers all over the world get in the best shape possible. So, yeah, Kyle, can you please introduce yourself to the podcast? Yeah, uh, my name's Kyle Carnahan. I'm a dad first. I got five kids. Um, I'm a fireman. Uh, and I'm a two-year entrepreneur, like a baby. And um, <laughs> I built a men's group uh, that has transformed hundreds of men's lives. And uh, holy shit, I made a 1.2 million last year. Like, as a fireman. Like, I, I don't even know business. But it was, it was just like... Um, it organically grew out of this desire to be better for my family and then also just to serve others. And, um, here we are, I'm living a, I'm literally living a dream life. Like I don't even, I wake up, I don't even know how this happened other than <laughs> an extreme amount of effort. <laughs> there was that. Nice. So, uh, last year you told me that you made over $1 million. Yeah. So are you still working as a fireman? Well, or? we're in a weird place right now because I've been on a leave of absence for eight months. Uh, and I have, to cho- I have to decide whether I'm going back or not. And I love the job. Uh, there's no way I could be doing what I'm doing without going through that um, challenge of being a firefighter paramedic for 12, 13 years. Um, so I've got some big decisions to make. Not, it's not really a financial decision. It's like, I don't know if I'm ready to be done with that part of my life, you know? Yeah. So you have five kids. That's amazing. My family has three. Me, my brother, and my sister. But it's, you know, it's always been hard, like three kids a lot, but five kids, man. Like, what are you doing? Tell me more about that. It's insane. It's part of the reason why I built this shit, because... Uh, men are angry already, and then you put a pile of loud fighting kids in there, and a, and a little and a frustrated wife who's got to deal with them, and now this man's got to deal with his anger, and the five kids, and the wife, and the stresses of a job or a business, or in my case both, you know, and, and try to keep your shit together and be a good dad, bring good energy, bring light and positivity to your family, and um, that is the impossible dream right there. Um, because guys will, guys will make money, man. Like you can make money. Good for you. No one fucking cares if you have a shitty family and your health sucks. Like who cares? Go ahead. Have a, a bank account that's just filled to the brim overflowing when you got a gut hanging over your pants and your wife doesn't even want to look at you and your kids hate you. Like that is not <laughs> the life you want to seek. And so the group I built superhuman fathers is based on the idea that we can do everything we can. It just takes a psychotic amount of obsession and discipline. You know, people say you got to have balance in life. Uh, fuck balance. Uh, like I'll straight up say that. Like if you, if you're looking for balance, you're going to be half ass mediocre human at best. If you obsess over the things that actually matter and then harmonize those things together, you know, for me, it's my fitness, my physical body. It's my bank account. It's my family, my wife and my kids. That's it. Those are my obsessions. And so if I go all in on all of that and then delete all the rest of the bullshit that distracts normally selfish behaviors like 
drinking myself into oblivion or just eating like shit or laying on the couch for hours watching Netflix or sleeping in or making excuses and negotiating with like who I'm supposed to actually be in this world. Like that's, that's called obsession. That's what we need. You know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. So I actually saw on your Instagram page some amazing transformations. Like you're literally turning 54-year-old <laughs> fat men into fucking machines. <laughs> I love that. So yeah, I really want to know how are you able to do that? It's crazy. It's all a mindset. You see, most people are looking for a rest. They're looking for a, a date where they can um, go back to their old ways. You know, oh, I just got to do this till I go to vacation and then I can party. Or, uh, you know, I just got to do this for... It's a four-week challenge, uh, and, and then I can finally sink my teeth into those donuts again. We never – we don't want that shit anymore. We give it up. We make a commitment for life to be different than the average motherfucker. That's the difference. It's like I, I teach these men to change the way they view themselves and their purpose in life. And, and they, they glom onto this idea that when you put – your pleasures on the altar and you sacrifice them for purpose, you're going to have a life where your feet don't even touch the ground. You're going to be on fire and you're going to be that leader for your family that they need and deserve. See, if, if, if we can't suffer the feeling of denying ourselves these pleasures that distract us, we will never be a good father. We will never be a good husband. Our business will flourish only as far as our own self-development and our own discipline. And, and then even if you are good at one of them, let's say you get ripped, cool, but you're a dick and you're broke. It's like, who cares? You know, you have to have it all. And if you don't have it all, I already know if you're listening to this, you're miserable. I already know because you wake up thinking, oh, I need to do this. Oh, I need to fix this. Oh, I really need to get my health together. Oh, I really need to work on this business and make this money. You know, oh, I really got to work on my marriage. Like, I don't think about any of that. Other than I just need to do it better. You know, like when you're on the path and all those things, your nutrition's dialed, your wake up times are dialed. You don't miss workouts. You're on a system. You're doing everything you can to grow your business and your relationships and your family are harmonious. Like that's life. Like that is the best life you can have. That is the gift that I give to my men. I teach them how to do that. And I hold them accountable there. We all do. You know, there's 400 of us. So if you start bitching out, like, we're going to let you know, you know? Mm -hmm. Incredible. So in one of your latest stories, you actually told uh, us that you have spent over $300,000 on personal yeah. development. I mean, like, what did you buy, man? I want to know <laughs> more about that. Dude, I, you, we will only go as far as... Your, your heart, mind, and spirit, man. Like that, everything depends on you, like the product of yourself. So like, if I want my business to grow to 10 million in the next couple of years, like this creature has to change. I have to change. I have to be a different human than what it took to make a million, right? Like, and, and, and if I want to be, I want to 10 times my ability to have the effect on men and have these transformations, I have to be different. I have to show up different. People have to feel different around me. I have to have different results. I have to be more undeniable, you know? And so this idea 
where people will invest in bullshit, potato chips and movies and beer and drugs, but they won't pay a coach to level them up or teach them what they've learned is um, it's a problem. You know, it's a problem when your engine is broken, you can't get to work. You're going to get a new engine or buy a new car. But when people's fucking lives are broken, they won't spend a dollar. They'll just sit in fat and misery and they won't ask for help. And, and they think it's too much money. It's madness. So I'm here to show everyone that in two years, year and a half, actually, I made a million dollars from zero understanding of entrepreneur life as a fireman because of the fact that I got coaches and got guidance. And it wasn't just in business. It was in family. It was in marriage. It was in mindset. It was in spirituality. It was everything. Because all that has to come together to build this man that can do this all. Wow. So can you give us more details on what you actually do? Like how much does it cost? And yeah, right now, like 5,500 for the year, 1,500 you pay up front uh, and then it'll go to monthly. Those are your two options. So you just pay like a couple thousand more if you don't pay it up front. Um, five round table calls a week. We have a, our marriage mastery on Saturday, Assholes Anonymous, which is our original group. Uh, that'll be at, uh, in an hour today. That's, that's such a good call. Because we're all assholes. So we're working on our emotional responses. We have Transformation Tuesday where someone that's been through the process goes through what he's learned and gives tips to the guys who are trying to make the change. Wednesdays, we read a book every month together. Thursdays, we have two groups, the Vikings and the Warrior Monks. <laughs> so those are – the my, Vikings are our big boys, over 250. And the Warrior Monks, those are my people. I invite you into that group. That's my own personal group. If you really want to be a fucking psycho and go full attack, and really give up all your addictions and push yourself to the next level, then you work yourself into the order of the warrior monk. And that's where uh, you and I work together a little closer. Um, and then uh, we also have an app where we provide all the workouts. All And then we have your, your coaches and myself. We walk you through all the nutrition. We teach you how to think like us. This is why our guys get ripped, because we change the mindset. Um, you, don't, you don't mind being hungry anymore. You like it. You don't mind getting up early anymore. You like it. The hard workouts, you crave them. So we just light you on fire by being around a group of men that are on fire. You come in, it'd be like going to the front lines of battle, being covered in blood and mud, and you're scared, and you look around, there's all these savages laughing and smiling, enjoying the war, and you're like, is this supposed to be fun? You're like, yeah, I fucking love this. And you're like, I guess this is fun. You know, it's just a, that it's an attitude adjustment, the way we look at life. And we feed off of each other. You know, that's why guys come in here and we do miraculous things with guys in their 30s, 40s, 50s. You know, we've gotten guys in their late 50s fucking shredded. Incredible. So what books uh, do you actually read on Saturdays? Dude, I, I don't read much. I really don't. I write a ton and I think a lot. <laughs> and I do shit. Like... I'm like the opposite, like when everybody's sitting there reading, I'm doing, you know, I learn by doing shit. I learn by like having conversations like this. Like, um, I like to talk philosophy with people. I like to learn directly from the source of other humans. Um, so I actually don't have a set reading regimen at all. I'll, I'll go, I'll go weeks without reading anything. 
Hmm. And what is the most incredible transition ever? The most what? On a client. Incredible transition ever on a client. Maybe from a fat to beast man trying to commit suicide to like a fucking bodybuilding machine. Yeah, so I mean, probably, probably the guy I posted like a week ago, Chad. Chad was like 290 and he lost 100 pounds and he's, he's so ripped. And when I first talked to him, he was so depressed. He was like suicidal. He, he had no zero attack. He was full of estrogen and um, was just on his last leg in life. He was just about to just be done with it. And uh, a year later, it was one year to the day we posted his transformation. He had lost 100 pounds and he's absolutely ripped. He's on fire. He's he's like the most incredible philosopher. He's so loving, so kind, so he serves all of our people in the group and he stands as like what's possible. And when you talk to him, he just steals your excuses because he's like like anybody who complains, he's like fuck you, mine was harder, you know? So like we have these guys in the group that just like you can't complain to them. You have to step up because they showed what was possible. They just burn your excuses. But um he his was just great, man. It was a, it was such an honor to be a part of, and I've dude, we've got dozens of them. Wow! So you told me that you keep accountable people on what they do, but have there been any cases on when people just do, completely skip everything and they just continue to fail, fail, and then yeah, like if you come here and, and you do that, I will fuck you up. Like you're gonna, I'm gonna make you cry. I will love you so hard with hard <laughs> love and truth that like you, you're gonna you're gonna have to make a decision to literally quit on yourself. Like you're gonna have to be you're gonna have to like um, make the decision that you don't give a fuck about yourself because I will make it so apparently clear in that moment that that is a deciding factor that rarely happens here. Very rarely. The only time that it does happen is when people disappear. They stop coming to the roundtable meetings and they stop responding to us. That's the only time that happens. If you respond to me, I will pull you out of the darkness in less than 60 seconds. But but, but they know that. Wow. So sometimes guys know that. They don't want they don't want to get on the phone because they know they know they're going to get back in and go on the attack if they hear my voice. They know it. So every once in a while guys will just kind of disappear but very rarely Hmm. And I'm really interested in how this actually started. Like, uh, one day you're just uh, going around with your day, and then how, did, it, did it randomly snapped in your mind to just create this and help people build the same, build themselves into machines? Like, no, what did like, you think of this in the firehouse? I always trained guys just just because I loved it. Because because when you when you're living it, people ask you questions. You know, they see your wife, they see your kids, they see your your fitness. You know, I'm 42, so I was like in my late 30s, um, like almost 40 when when I started this. So a lot of guys in the firehouse, you know, they, they put on 20, 30, 40 pounds and they get kids and they're having a hard time getting along with their wife and they're really stressed at home and they're drinking too much. And they're like, dude, Kyle, like, you, like your family's happy. Like you have the body, you keep your fitness together. Like, what do I do? How do I do this? So I was like, this is great. I love this. I, this is my favorite thing to do in the world is to share this. So I would work with guys. I would talk to them for like six hours straight, getting their whole life together. Like this is just who I was for like a decade. 
And then um, I got so many transformations in the firehouse that it started getting out to the world. And um, people started requesting outside the firehouse for help. And then at some point I was like, well, dude, I, I have to charge. Like I can't, like I don't have time. So and then I had some coaches that were helped me structure the business side of it out. And, uh, and, and it just organically built, man. And then like, once I knew what, what my purpose was, then my attack was so it was dude, like even on Sunday, like yesterday, like yesterday I'm on two phones. I have like, I'm talking to like five people at a time on each phone, like all day, like all fucking day, because it is my mission on this planet to take a man that's lost He's fatter than he wants to be. He's broker than he wants to be. His marriage is not where he wants to be. And his relationship with his kids, his leadership is not where he wants to be. His discipline is not where he wants to be. And I give him hard fucking truth and I push him against the wall and I make him make a decision. You know, and, and that was really hard for me in the beginning. It was very uncomfortable. Now I'm getting, it's getting easier. Um, but I will push, I'll push a guy against the wall and I will watch him squirm until he decides to quit on himself or make a move because nobody does that for people. And that's why they're stuck and they're fat and they're miserable forever. Cause everyone tells them, Oh no, it's okay. You know, you just take a day off, take it easy, you know? And, and they know they don't want that. They know they want to be a fucking unstoppable savage, but the world and the culture is telling them they're just fine. Don't be weird. Just, just relax. Take the easy road. That's bullshit. That's, that's the path straight to hell, man. Definitely. So I'm wondering, what are your biggest achievements? Oh, man. I mean, my relationship with my wife. I mean, you, you want to have a good life. Like, like, figure out how to actually really connect with your wife after 20 years. Like, it's real easy when you meet a, a cute chick and you're, like, dating and it's fun. Sex is good. But let that bake with five kids in 20 years and then have the best sex of your life after 20 years. Like then, then, then tell me what's important in life. You know, like that is so insanely rare. Um, and that's what I have, you know, but it's all this is like, you have to get this. It's like, there's no luck involved here. This is all about planning. It's like even a marriage, like, like I have to send my wife, I send my wife, like a love text or a appreciation message or write a note every day, every day. So like people are like, Oh, my marriage sucks. I'm like, how often do you tell you love her? How often do you write her a note or send her a video? Oh, I don't really do that. Well, that, okay. Step one. That's why your marriage sucks. Uh, when was the last time you went on a date? Well, we used to, but I don't really, we don't really do that anymore. Cool. When you did, who planned it? She did. Okay. So those two things right there, are huge. This is why your marriage sucks. It's kind of like, why are you fat? Well, uh, I don't know why I'm fat. I'm like, well, you eat too much and you don't exercise. Right. And they're like, yeah. So none of this is fucking rocket science. It's just hard because life is hard and we get distracted and we get busy. And then we just throw up our hands and say, fuck it. And we take the path of least resistance. Once you lean in and accept the fact that life is work and you're not afraid to work anymore, things get very easy. Wow. And what are your goals for the future? Oh, man. I, I mean, 
right now, like this year, I want to, I want to do 5 million in revenue. Um, I don't know exactly how I'm going to do that. We're not on track for that, but I just have this feeling like it's going to happen. Um, you know, like I, I just got a, I just got back from my ads guy just told me we were, we were doing seven times return on ad spend on our last ads. So I'm like, I think we may have found it. Um, I, I just went through a debacle of like hiring and firing, trying to find the right people in my business and where I sit at the head and in my business and, and looking over my business at the same time. Here's one thing I learned is I was playing like I was too big of a business. So I got out of my business too early and I was trying to create teams to run it rather than being patient and playing in the business longer. Like I belong in sales. I belong in that seat. And we were, and the plan was to get me out so I could sit in like a visionary position. That was a huge mistake because my power is with the people. I need to talk to people or I die inside. And so I actually felt myself losing my edge because I was not talking to people all day. Like now my calendar is filled to the, I will, I will talk to at least 100 people today. Like my calendar's filled and in between, I will be all over the phones. I'll be hitting people all day long. I have to do that. Like it, it is, that is what I'm called to do. I, I don't, think I will ever not do that. And how do you keep track um, of all this? <laughs> when I began, dude, it was all just notepads. I didn't keep track of shit. I just talked to people. That was it. I didn't track anything. Like it was scribbled notepads everywhere, paper everywhere. And then I would just like throw it away. Cause I was like, I don't remember that fucking guy. Right. So there was no follow-up. There was no CRM. There was no plan. It was just find people, convince people that I can help them give them an epic experience, change their lives and then find more. Right. That was it. So like, especially for business people, this is my advice. Stop worrying about business shit. Like this is the worst thing you can do. Business systems and colors and logos. And what name should I call it? It's like, no, no fucking help people. That's it. Help people convince them that you're the one to help them, help them <laughs> and do that a lot. And then when you get like a million bucks, then like fucking make a CRM and do all that shit. Like I have a CRM now and I'm not super good at using it, but, um, but I'm getting better. Like, cause I know like now it's like, this is nice because I don't want to lose people. And I've lost a lot of people that if I just would have called them again, like they would have signed up, but I it was just straight. Like I was just a blender, bro. It was like, I, I, I was like a fucking tornado, you know? But that's the thing. It's like people think too much of like all the details, business details, and it's a stall technique rather than just fucking getting to work and selling some shit. So a million bucks in a year, like uh, on what do you spend those money on? Like what do you buy? Well, like maybe and I seen on your, I saw on your Instagram story that you have a skater ramp yeah. in your backyard. Yeah. I mean, so, yeah. I didn't spend much on myself, but, um, you know, I bought my wife a Tesla X. Um, I, I, I was like, I was like, here's your dumb hippie car. And then, um, she's like, you should drive it. And I was like, all right, whatever. And I drove it. And I was like, holy shit, this is amazing. Like, uh, that, that thing is amazing. It's like, it goes like 90 miles an hour in three seconds or some shit. It feels like a 
freaking rocket ship. So anyway, I bought her that. And then, yeah, we got a jacuzzi and a mini ramp in the backyard, which is not even that expensive. But, but what I did do is I burned like fucking half of it on uh, just bad ad spend and, and, and bad hiring. <laughs> but, so, and, and $300,000 on freaking um, uh, personal development. So like, that's the thing, like in business, you have, if you want to learn fast, you got to burn fast. So like I'm trying shit, I'm learning things, I'm pushing the envelope, I'm making mistakes fast and I'm fixing the mistakes fast. Um, but, uh, but, but like I, I'm, I've learned so much in two years. Like I know exactly who I need to hire for my positions now. I know exactly the culture that I want. Like I could talk to somebody, ask a few questions and I know whether I want them to work for me or not. Like I, that took a lot of mistakes, you know? So like, that's huge. Mm-hmm. And then I also know red flags now. Like I know red flags where I'm just like, I could set expectations. And then when those expectations aren't, aren't met, like I know when to get rid of people now too. So like, that was a huge learning experience. I'm a, I'm a, I love people, man. I see the best in people. So it was very hard for me to make a decision to cut people early. And uh, now it's like, I don't, I don't, I'm not even going to think it's like, if I see a red flag, you're gone. Simple as that, you know, like, um, cause you gotta be really careful who you bring into the culture of, of your business, especially something like this. Cause my guys have to live the message or I don't want them in my leadership. Hmm. So, you know, right now in America, the propaganda is, uh, it's okay to be weak. It's okay to be fat. It's okay to do weird shit like be gay and things like that. It's okay to not go to the gym. Just, uh, you know, th- those type, this type of mindset. So, uh, what's your opinion on on America doing that? Like on the uh, people um, on that, uh, you know, control the country, like uh, the president, Joe, uh, Joe Biden. Yeah. Like, I want to know your opinion on the weak links that, uh, that this country has made, you know. I just want to know what, what you well, think. Well, it's my mission to um, strengthen the weak, you know. Like, that's that's my whole purpose in life is to find those miserable fucks and help them see the power that they have to, like, really lead with character and integrity and step up and, and be powerful, be be the warriors they were meant to be, you know. That's who I'm looking for. Um, about politics and shit, I don't really pay much attention. Um, I take care of my family and I take care of my tribe. And I try to do good for the, for the public. Um, but I don't like, I don't follow politics at all. Zero. Um, I, I don't know anything about Biden or what he says or fucking, I don't, I actually don't give a fuck cause I have a lot, I've got a lot that I can do right here. Um, and so I focus on what's in front of me and who's in front of me and how I can affect the world. Now my, my purpose is to grow that so that, so that it, it is in my sphere, right? Because when we have millions of superhuman fathers all over the world, that 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 increases my sphere to make that make sense. Um, but I'm a simple man, you know. I'm like a freaking caveman, dude. I'm like, you're fat, you're weak, you're an asshole. Let's fix that, <laughs> and you'll be happier, and so will your family. <laughs> like, very simple. And then let's make some money, you know. Mm-hmm. And what are your tips for beginners to the gym? For example, I started recently going to the gym with my friends, and it's been a nice experience. But you know, 
you're always being sore. Uh, you can't really move. You're always exhausted. And I'm a pretty skinny kid, so I have to bulk up. And eating all day is really hard. So, yeah, what are your tips on beginners um, to the I, gym? I would just say, like, focus on your macros, carbs, fats, protein, and just be very consistent. Um, so, like, if you're, like, a guy that's 18, I would say get, like, make sure you have abs. I would do that. Like, I'd get ripped because being ripped's fun. It feels good. And then I would, um, I would just get my calories, like one or two hundred calories over your maintenance. And then I would watch your weight. And I wouldn't let it. I wouldn't blow up my weight super. Like I wouldn't dirty bulk and do all that bullshit. I would just stay lean, athletic, and I would focus on progressive overload in the gym. Meaning, like if I squatted one eighty five for six, I would try to get seven next time, and I would work my way up to twelve. And then I would add some weight, and then I would do six to eight and I would work my way up to 12 or, or whatever, like whatever the number is, but you want to make sure you're doing more reps or more weight, um, over the course of months and years. And as you do that, you will slowly grow more muscle tissue as long as you're eating enough protein and slightly over in your calories. If you're getting a little too fat and you kind of start to lose your abs, you can do a quick cut, keep your protein high, lower your calories, and then just cut the fat off and then go right back into that place where you're just in a little bit of a caloric surplus um and you know work on work on getting stronger you know and it takes time tissue takes time to grow i've been lifting like i've missed maybe fucking 30 days in the last 10 years like i'm i've been so consistent this last decade that like it just takes time for tissue to build hmm so do you do actually any sports like you know, I was doing a lot of jiu-jitsu with the boys um but then they got into water polo and wrestling and um so jiu-jitsu kind of took a back burner we were doing that that was fun because we were going in the mornings together i'd wake them up at uh 5 15 every morning and we'd go to jiu-jitsu now i wake up uh my second oldest and we go to we take him to the gym with us so that's been fun and then my oldest son was doing uh, weightlifting at school, but he's not doing that anymore. So now my two oldest sons are going to come to me at, to the gym every day at five thirty, which is really cool. Um, we are skateboarders. That's that's a big thing. Like that's what we are. Like I grew up skateboarding, punk rock, freaking San Diego, Orange County, um, and like I've been skateboarding for shit thirty two years. Um, and uh, and then all my boys rip. You know, so like that's kind of our thing. We're close to the beach, grew up surfing. So for me, it was always like martial arts, surfing, skateboarding. And uh, my kid, my kids are more into sports, which is good. I my, I wasn't really exposed to it when I was a kid. And, uh, um, you know, my kids do football, wrestling, water polo, all that shit. Yeah, pretty dope stuff here. So uh, can you talk about your failures and successes that you had when you first started this business oh yeah man well i mean it's riddled with failures because like especially when you're building a business and the lifeblood of the business is are the people that you bring in and then uh you see you have a lot of doubt a lot of doubt in the beginning one in yourself like inferiority complex like who am i to do this like why are people listening to me you know you have uh you just you just doubt yourself in the future you're like you might have a good month and then you're like, well, I mean, can I do that again? I don't like that was so hard. And it was, it seemed like a miracle. Um, 
but you just keep coming back and you keep taking every day at a time and just going on that absolute attack every single day. And, and, and when you're doing a business like this, like it could be any business when you're, you're selling, like you, you'll go through times where you, it's like dry. It's like weeks. And you're like, why is no one like I'm working the same? Like, why is no one buying? Why is no one joining us? I don't understand. And you start to doubt and think like, well, I guess that was it. Like, am I losing my edge? Is that it? Um, but I, you know, I just kept showing up. I kept showing up every day and kept bettering myself and tightening up my own discipline to be a more powerful deliverer of the message. Um, and, uh, and we just kept increasing our revenue every single month, every month until, um, until we hit about, we were hitting anywhere from like 110 to 160 a month. Um, and then I kind of got stuck. Uh, and that's when I, hired like an operations guy and I hired way too much and I freaking, I put sales guys on salary, which I didn't know that was stupid. That's really stupid. Don't put sales guys on salary, please. Don't ever like it's dumb, maybe a setter, but, a, but closers like don't put closer on salary. I, 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 I like blew 150 grand so fast. Like I paid my operator too much. I paid my coaches too much. I, I'm a bleeding heart, man. I just want to give. So I gave too much and I strangled myself. So I had, and then what, then what do you have to do? You have to unravel it. So then you got to go in and tell everyone that you fucked up and you got to affect a bunch of people's lives who had left their jobs. And now you're like, Hey, sorry, I can't afford you. And like, I'm an idiot. Sorry. I fucked you over. Right. It's just part of the entrepreneur life, man. Like the thing I learned the last few months was like, you have to make hard decisions and unravel your fuck ups quickly as an entrepreneur. Like, don't sit on it. Don't be like, well, maybe if I don't know, it's like, Hey, uh, you're done at the end of the month. And and like, well, yeah, but you're like, no, that's it. Nope. You're cut. You're cut. You're cut. Uh, we're going to cut these expenses. This program's gone. Um, like we're going to get back to simplicity. What did I say in the beginning? Sell shit, help people. That's it. And do it with the minimal amount of people that you need. Don't over. God, the other thing is we started using like titles and shit. Like we're not a big company, but the guy who came in, we were using like president and COO and CFO. And it was just like, and, and at, at some point I just wanted to throw up. I was like, what happened to this? Like we just business fight our fucking savage tribe of like unstoppable psychos. Like I'm not a, I don't want to be a fucking business. Like I want to be like a, a, a tribe of savages, <laughs> you know, like too many rules, too many boxes. Like I'm, I'm out on all that. No title. I don't want titles either. So we're just rolling different here, man. So my, my last question for you. So you're 42 years old and I'm just wondering, ha, did life get easier or, or harder, harder, as harder, time harder, so harder, you know, you know harder, harder way fucking harder. And, um, if it's not like that, then you're a pussy and you need to adjust your life. Your stress management should raise as you get older. You should be able to handle more. You're becoming a more valuable human. And so in order to transfer that value, you have to do more. You got to be more. And if you're going to do that, stress is going to increase. You know, if you're going to, if you want to continue to build yourself athletically and build strength and muscle and have these relationships and actually affect people and build a business that 
actually impacts, like it's going to be so fucked up on so many levels and you have to be able to accept that. But see, that's the thing. I don't want to be an average man. I want to be a rare man. A rare man does rare things. And so here we are taking a path, the path of most resistance and doing what most people would call impossible. So, you know, as you get older, uh, you'll get uh, injured more easily. Your bones are tired, you know, uh, they're starting to get older as well. You may break, some, break something. So uh, has training gotten uh, significantly hard? Like as mentally, age, yes. You know? Physically, you just can't stop. So like when you get into your late 30s, if you're, if you're not consistent, you're going to fuck yourself up really bad. I had more injuries in my 20s when I was gaining strength trying to gain strength than I do now because my body is so accustomed to being under load that I rarely get injured. Even skateboarding, like I rarely get injured, like very rarely. Um, I'm also have better form and I'm also smarter uh, with the rep ranges that I play in. So like I ain't trying to put up like a super heavy set of three to five anymore with squats. Like I'm doing 20, 25, 30 rep squats, like the most fucked up squat sets uh, like that I've ever experienced. Cause I mean, honestly to me, it's easy to go super dark for three sets, three reps. Like, yeah, it's hard, but it beats your body up. It's, um, it, it's going to take a toll, but you put some lightweight on there. You do full range of motion, maybe raise your heels to like put on your quads more on the squats and then you just burn the fuck out of them. Like that shit is way harder and um, it's just better as you're older. And, and I'm trying to, you know, maintain muscle and shit. I'm not trying to get, I'm not trying to be like the strongest dude in the world anymore. You know? Okay. This is going to be really my last question. What is the best quality for a man to have? Maybe like consistency, Character. discipline. What is it? Character. And why is that? Is a, a, a character is going to determine a man's thoughts and choices. So, so like, if you have character, then you're going to do what you said you were going to do. If you have character, then you're going to be aligned with your conscience and you're going to follow through with your what your conscience speaks. You know, call it God, call it the universe, call it whatever. But there's that voice that's pulling you to be you, authentically you. And if you have character, you will listen and you will act. And that will guide you in everything in your life. The way you father your children, the way you love your wife, the way you work in your business, the way you lead your teams, and uh, the way you show up for yourself. You know? Wow. So, yeah, this was an incredible podcast. I really had a blast talking with you. And uh, see you guys on the next episode. Bye-bye.